All the stories you are about to hear are based on true fictitious stories. Hello, all you listeners out there. I come to you this week with a heavy heart and a full bladder as we unravel a mystery surrounded in conspiracy, trapped in a conundrum, walking blindly through a highlights maze, wrapped in a burrito of lies and misdirection. Tonight's mystery isn't like any we've uncovered this season on FHM, Faraday's Histories and Mysteries. FHM is not affiliated with the Men's Wellness Magazine or the Florida Holocaust Museum. We've uncovered some of the world's greatest mysteries, like the secret to King Tut's toilet, the disappearance and recovery of the Stink Rose Diamond, or the highly controversial two-part episode, What Happened to Brendan Fraser's Career? People are like, oh wow, famous person. <sighs> but none of these mysteries prepared me for what was to come next. <sighs> what happened to the world's greatest detective team since Turner and Hooch? <gasps> Where are you, Potchkey and Nebish? Tune in tonight and find out. My name is Adam Faraday, and I'm seeking out the strange, the mundane, and the unique mysteries that our histories has to offer. I am a five-time nominated Archaeologist of the Year from the UK's prestigious Archaeology Awards. Look it up, it's a real thing. I've got my PhD in Archaeology and Greek sandwich making from University of Laverne Online. And as always, I'm armed with my flashlight I bought on Amazon. I'm ready to uncover everything this strange planet has to offer. Tune in tonight for our season finale of Faraday's Histories and Mysteries. FHM is not affiliated with the Men's Wellness Magazine or the Frank's Housewares Museum. Hello everyone out there in Audioland. It's your fearless Gonzo reporter out in the world for one more story. Like my predecessors before me, Hunter S. Thompson, Raoul Duke, and Spider Jerusalem, I am out here seeking the truth, wherever history takes me. And tonight, I'm reporting remotely from the famed Potchkey Chronicles Detective Agency headquarters, located on the corner of Simon and Simon Ave in the heart of this tri-state area. Now, to quickly get everyone caught up, a few months ago, after finishing the twelfth case since reopening the detective agency only a few months back, Lester Gertrude Potchke and Ichabod Mortimer Nebish disappeared without a trace. Gone. Missing. Vanished and other synonyms as well. <sighs> Leaving behind more questions than answers. As you'll hear tonight from many eyewitness accounts, second-hand stories, and third-party retailers, no one is sure what happened to these two gutsy gumshoes. Let's start with the people who knew them best. Agnes Krupnik, office manager, disbarred attorney, and former hand model, and Sam Compter, the group's tech expert and amateur entomologist. But first, let's give a shout-out to some of our amazing sponsors. I can't believe how well these PNDs work for my constant flow issues. Right, Adam. I recently used these PNDs. Daily at the Outside Lands Music Festival last summer. Without a problem. I didn't even have to wait at the Porta John like a common idiot. Who needs to wait to pee when you have pee undies? Now with Absorbigar technology and a hidden fresh scent pouch. And it's no longer made with asbestos runoff. Pee undies, the world's most urinary undergarments. And we're also sponsored by Square Space Bar, 
it's not just for rectangles anymore. Squarespace Bar, for all your spacing needs. Hey, for the last time, stop recording those weird commercials in here. Now back to the show. So tell us, Agnes, about the first time you met Pochki and Nebish? Well, Adam, can I call you Belle? No. Well, I was recently let go from my job at DeLorean Cars. DeLorean? Correct. They ceased operations in 1982. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I remember it, too. Good. I needed a job, and modeling wasn't cutting it anymore. Winthrop and Valentine's apartment stores. <laughs> I didn't need my services anymore. <laughs> so I set out to find the best job for my skills. What skill set is that? Well, in 1998, I won the newly renamed. The Monica Lewinsky Secretary Award for my 11th win in a row. And overall, winner of 25 out of 29 years. Stupid Donna Wright. Quite impressive. The doctors invented a new term, Krupnex, TMJ. Okay, so how did Pochki and Nebish uh, fit into this? Nebish? <laughs> Hasn't fit anywhere. I'm yet. But he will. <laughs> Agnes! Not now! I meant how did they find you to hire you? Oh, that. Uh, I was the only one to respond to their Craigslist ever. <laughs> misposted in the Arby's in Camper section. Don't ask. How would you say they are as bosses? Great question, Belle. Over my 60 plus years on this earth working, I haven't heard them scream out me. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Here he comes! You mean to you, not at you. You were picked because you beat out 60 other women for the job? I'll pass the riddle test. Also, you knew Mr. Pochki's butcher. Hold on, Sam. I want to hear where she's going with this story. I've already said too much. So, Mr. Nebish brought me on to help upgrade this office to at least the mid-2000 standards. <laughs> we weren't even running on Pentium D dual-core 64-bit desktop processors yet. I mean... Come on! <laughs> mm, fine, I guess I'll talk to you now. Go ahead. So, there I was recently let go by Sunship's Microsystems, and then Nebish calls me out of the blue. I had done some server work for his department at Amazon. Can I have that number? Agnes! Yum! Ladies, since you both started here fairly recently, did you all face threats daily? Did people want to um, hurt them? Oh yes, often, but not for the reasons you'd imagined. It was mostly parking altercations, though. They are both quite terrible at parallel parking. I see. You have both been extremely helpful. Do you validate? I came to you. Oh, I see. That was a very insightful segment from Sam and the Secretary, but it's time to move on. 
Where have you gone, Potchki and Nebish? Our nation turns its lonely eyes to you. It was around June 32nd when I got a call from someone claiming to know the whereabouts of Potchki and Nebish. And like the good reporter that I am, I sprang out of bed. And a few hours later, after I had my protein shake and shower, I headed to the one man who claims to know Potchki better than he knows himself. Harvey Sebastian Sean Flatsky. Entrepreneur, philanthropist, and evil incarnate. I caught up with Harvey at the Tri-State Chili Cook-Off. Here's an excerpt. Go ahead, Mr. Flatsky. Hold on a second, Adam. I have to deal with something first. Yes, boss? You're not stirring how I showed you. You mean like this? Clockwise in a constant motion. Cindy, why are you giving me shit in front of the media? Ugh. I want to win this chili competition so we can launch our own chili line. What better way to have a legitimate business than to win the Tri-State Chili Cook-Off? Uh, this will only take a moment, Mr. Flatsky. I said, hold on. I'm not done reaming Schenectady a new asshole. Sir, I'm stirring. What else can I do? Stir better, faster, and more delicate. <sighs> okay, Mr. Man, what do you want? Well, uh, Mr. Flatsky, uh, you called me. Uh, you said you had important information on Potchki and Nebish and their disappearance. Oh, right. I did. I've known Potchki for as long back as I can remember. In episode 5, we established our timeline at Schlotsky School for over and underachievers. <sighs> the man called Potchki has been a thorn in my side ever since middle school. Was he a problem child? For me he was, but everyone else seemed to love his buffoonery. And you weren't a fan. I think he breastfed himself till he was around 12, or that was the rumor I tried to start anyway. Did it work? Next question. So what happened around June 30th? Well, Gone with the Wind was made, and in 1954 there was a total eclipse of the sun. Once upon a time I was falling in love, but now I'm only falling apart. I said total eclipse of the sun. You're not very good at this, are you? Maybe that's why you're a five-time nominee. Please stay on topic. And it's political. <coughs> now, what else can you tell us since the disappearance? I don't know much, but I do know that every villain needs a nemesis. And Potsky, and now Nebish, have become mine. So to keep things fair, I started an information help tip line. You can call in any tip leads, backstories, or even ask for movie times. Whatever you can do to help bring Potchki and Nebish home. Safely? Sure. Whatever. That's very philanthropic of you. Well, standard phone rates do apply and double on weekends, so... And that number is? 1-900-555-5550. That number, everyone, is... One nine hundred five 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 zero or one nine hundred I M B E C I L E. <laughs> Reporting from the Tri-State Chili Cook-Off with Harvey Flatsky, owner of Harvey Flatsky Spring Water and other potentially legit businesses, and soon maybe the winner of this Fair State's Chili Cook-Off with my famous Harvey Flatsky Zurich Fire Five Alarm Chili. On store shelves by this afternoon, wherever FDA approval isn't needed. Back to you, Adam. Thanks, Adam. That was very informative. Harvey Flatsky sure is a man of the people. That helpline number will appear at the bottom of your screen, so keep an eye out, so don't. <sighs> now, it dawns on me as I walk these hallowed rooms of the PCDA. 
The smell of the toilet remnants or the weak old Chinese food keeps their faces in our hearts. I'm reminded by my trusted assistant Gwen that we had actually met Pochki and Nebish only many months ago, researching the Stinkrose Diamond heist mystery. Gwen, play it, please. Hey, Adam. Pochki and Nebish are here, waiting for us to speak with them. You? Pochki and Nebish, the, um, the famed detective duo who foiled the Kapiluak coffee caper a while back. Are you recording this? So sorry, Radio Phil. Hey, Gwen, maybe play the actual clip of the Pochki and Nebish convo and not the rest of our conversation about them! Sorry, boss. <laughs> oh, just hit play, you stupid... So, the infamous Stinkrose Diamond. The fourth most important diamond behind the Hope, Pink Panther, and the Dustin Diamond. Amazing! Well, Adam, the Stinkrose Diamond is such a highly sought-after item because of its rare, unique qualities. What would theirs be? Well, first things first, it's not actually a diamond. It's known as a corporate, which are fossilized animal dung. Like other fossils, corporates have much of their original composition replaced by mineral deposits such as silicates and calcium carbonates. Wait, so we've been hunting down ancient poop? Now, we may have a serious fixation with poop. It always poops up with us. <laughs> I mean, pops up with us. Get it? <laughs> I mean... Cat shit coffee case, my Murphy toilet desk idea, someone should say something. Maybe even give us a review on Apple Podcasts about it. Yes, Adam. The way the Stinkrose Diamond stands out is that when the mineral diamond is exposed to sunlight, there is a slight chemical reaction inside and it releases a slight odor. Hence the name Stinkrose. Huh. I wonder if they made a Glade plug-in for that. Not now, Pachi. Did that answer your question? I didn't ask for anything. And you're next to the Urino. Oh, dibs! First! I go first! Fine. You're a good friend. Ain't I, though? What the hell was that? That didn't help the show in any way. I I didn't have time to screen the clip. Sorry. <laughs> so what's next? That was supposed to give me five minutes of showtime. What about HBO Max? <laughs> you can talk about how Bochki and Nebish went undercover as motivational speakers. No, that's not juicy enough. What about that time I asked Nebish to go undercover to fix my desk while I was still sitting there? <laughs> <sighs> Maybe next time. I wasn't squeaky anymore. Gwen, anything else, please? Okay, okay, um, I've, I've got something. Um, I just received three VMs sent to us from the tip line. Three callers called in? Well, many more did, but Sean sent just these. So let's give them a listen. But first, let's check in with another sponsor. Isn't hair loss the worst? Especially when you don't lose it where you want, like the back of your knuckles. Gwen! I don't know about your heritage, but we from the Eastern European region have the hairiest backs. In the winter of 1722, my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather was so hairy, the town mistook him for a wolf. They even wrote a story about him. Was it Little Red Robin Hood? What? No, Shrek the Third. Um, so new follicles helped you? Oh, yes. New follicles helped me more than any other hair treatments, ever. 
podcast listeners can get 15% off by using promo code FARADAY15. Get some today. I got my dad some for his birthday. If you have seasonal allergies, new follicles may not be right for you. Side effects of new follicles using quaternium 15 are not uncommon include headache, nausea, vomiting, death, dizziness, vaginal ejaculation, dysentery, cardiac arrhythmia, mild heart explosions, varicose veins, dark mouth truancy, and more anal vomiting. Armpit hemorrhoids, diabetes, 3D newly named, more hair loss, boogie fever, dance fever, mild finger discomfort, vampirism, foot hair growth, smelly breath, sugar lows, even more vomiting, and mild rash. We're back once again to move the story forward. For the last few months, not a soul has heard from Potchke and Nebish. But these three callers all claim to have some insight. Let's take a listen. Gwen, play number one. This is a collect call from the Eric Estrada Correctional Facility. Will you accept the charges? Yes. Hello? Is this thing going? I can't tell. I don't have much time anyway. I I have to call collect. My commissionary cash was stolen by a fucking Dallas cowboy. (sighs) Go birds. Anyway, I heard about the disappearance of Pachki and Everyone was crying. Everyone's going, oh my gosh, oh, Pachki and Nebish, my favorite superhero detectives. He saved my cat once from the tree. He got my car fall out of the wall. And he saved my socks from the Fuck them! He's an idiot. And the man who put me away in here, he put me fucking away for fucking grapes! Then there's his new old, I don't fucking know, his partner, whatever he is. His name's Nebish. And he must have had a few screws loose himself. I mean, that man is a multi-fucking millionaire. Why the fuck is he doing any of this? It makes no sense. Go fund a school. Or something. I don't know. Anything other than this. Pachki is a fucking menace. And he should stay the fuck home. Go on, my fucking commissioner again. What do you want? Don't look at me like that. I have to go. I will say this with the remaining time I have left. Pachki and Nebish are not dead. They can't be dead. They're too fucking stupid to be dead. They're probably laughing about this right now. They're probably laughing and listening to this right now. Stuff. A pissed off passionate criminal that was thwarted by the genius of Potchki. Who's next? The second caller is a close friend and delivery driver, Nihao. Oh, an inside man. <coughs> Play it. Uh, hello? Uh, I'm Nihao. I have uh, orders for Agnes and Sam. I know Potchki and Nebish aren't around. Uh, hello? Can someone pick up? I'm double parked. I saw parking enforcement just a few blocks away. Hello? Agnes? Did you forget? Sam? Can you hear me? (sighs) Hello? I'm outside! If no one comes out, I'm just leaving it here. I have a long drive to the correctional facility for another delivery. Sadly, that meal sat out there for 38 minutes before Sam almost tripped on it. Hey! Give me my egg roll back then! Get your own lunch! I never did give Sam back that egg roll. Gwen, who is the last caller to leave a voicemail with actual clues? Okay, um, we have Carl Toffel, the former mayor of Potchke's hometown of Potchkeesburg. I love when politicians call in. It means we're getting close to the truth. Let's hear what he has to say. Is this the way to BJ's of I-95? I missed the damn exit. Carl, turn around. Go to the Radner's parking lot. Okay, you drive next time. Carl, your phone is on. I was supposed to call the Patchkey tip line. Hang up. Mr. Toffel, we know how important that call was to you, so we're calling you back. Hello, 
Who is this? Mayor Toffel, uh, this is Adam Faraday with FHM Podcast. You called in regarding the Potschke and Nebish disappearance. Oh yes, I did, sort of. Well, we're here to get your take on the situation. My take is simple. Pachki is one of the bravest, most honest human beings I ever met. Although his diet always needed to improve. Would you say that Pochki was an honest child? Let me put it to you this way. He once handcuffed his own mother and walked her to our police station because she had served him imitation ketchup on his meatloaf. Imitation? As it not the main brand. I see. I never met Nevis, but I did have a chance to meet Shannon, his old secretary and temptress. Yes, Shannon. Eric and Robert reached out to her numerous times to get her to respond, but she hasn't read any of their correspondences. The blue Facebook feud icon has never been filled in to show that it's been read. So she won't be appearing on this episode. Where can I see this show, anyway? Um, it's a podcast, like a radio. Do I need a new stereo system? We have some Alexis in the house. No, no, it's a podcast. It's on Spotify. You know what? You know what? My assistant Gwen will send you the details. Thank God, Carl. Wait, one last question. Go ahead. What do you think happened? I think they don't want to be found. Good night. The former mayor of Leicester's hometown with a mountain of wisdom for us. Thank you, Mayor Carl Toffel. Next, we have a surprise. Nebish's best friend, from what we can tell, will speak to us live. But we have to go to his place of work. So when we return, we'll be on location. But first, FHM wants to thank all our Matreon supporters as well as all of you on social media. Keep the memes coming in. We love to hear from you. Except from Jack Jackson of Jackson Hill, Wyoming. He's a wanker. Thanks for another amazing season of Parodies, histories, and mysteries. FHM is not affiliated with the Men's Wellness Magazine or the Forensic Health Museum. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share. Uh, like the coronavirus. Just wait, there's more. With our show almost halfway gone, we're still no closer to finding out where Pochki and Nebish have gone. We're here with Harvey Asitante, the best friend and, coincidentally, the nephew to Harvey Flatsky. <laughs> Is something funny? Oh, I just realized me and my uncle have the same first name. Oh boy, this will be a tough one. Okay, so how do you know Ichabod Mortimer Nebish? Know him? He's the reason I'm this masculine, muscle-bound man that I am today. Is that so? Yeah, no. He left me just as the busiest season hit. The Amazon Black Friday week or month or whatever goes on there. Like Black Friday all year round, really? So you're not actually a friend? I mean, we are in a rowing class, two painting classes, a wine sniffers union, but no, we are not friends. I hate him and his quiche he brings to the elderly rodeo. Gwen, we need to screen these better. I'm sorry, I thought he was on the level. Are you going to buy a chair bed or what? I did not buy anything from this annoying salesman. So let's just move ahead, shall we? Scorecard time! A quick reminder of what's happening and what information you may need to help solve this mystery. Number one, the tips lines remains open. one 555 
5550. Operators are probably standing by or smoking weed in the alley. Best guess. Number two. Hotchkey and Nebish have been gone nine weeks. That's 63 days, or 90,720 minutes, if that helps you. Number three. Flatsky lost the cook-off, but you can still expect his chili on store shelves in a mere few hours. Well, for now, let's get back to you, Adam. Thanks again, Adam. Love that guy. So, let's just move ahead, shall we? Hello, officers Monroe and Slat. Hello, Adam. Big fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan at all. Well, to each of their own. Ugh, how long will this take? You have until my taser recharges. Okay, okay. I'll make this quick. Like my boyfriend. I thought Ness wasn't that guy. Well, it's come to my attention that you, Officer Monroe, are the reason Potchke and Nebish even got back together. Oh, yes. Uh, I hate to take credit, but it was me. Back when Potchke was a security guard at the Big Buys, he ran into this unfortunate situation. Oh, you mean doing his J-O-B? Slant's just bitter. The store had an unruly customer. You can hear it all back in episode one. First off, I'm not bitter. And second, he's an idiot. And his partner's soppish. It's nebbish, and you know that. Well, uh, Officer Slant, you have a history with him, correct? I wouldn't say history. Oh, you go over there more than Nihau does. <laughs> so it's romantic. <coughs> Ab- absolutely not. Hmm. Agree to disagree. Just because I look up to them and admire their bravery doesn't mean that I want to be involved. Brave? I saw Potchke run away from a crime scene when a bumblebee circled his ice cream cone. You know, Slant, maybe he's allergic. The only thing he's allergic to is self-awareness. That's a fair point. From the limited research, and by limited we did none. Um, hey. Fine, I did none. Pochki seems like he's always just one step ahead of the crooks. Thoughts, Officer Slant? Uh, next question. You don't consider them protectors of the city? Their methods may be a little unorthodox, but didn't they say the same thing about that French detective? Hercule Poirot. He's Belgian and fictitious. You're bad at this. Relax, Slant. I meant Chief Inspector Clouseau. Who's also fake. So then, what do you think happened to Pochki and Nibish? I think they accidentally joined the Peace Corps. I'm guessing they wanted to take their show on the road. Well, I disagree with my partner 100%. I think, based on their success rate, those two brave bastards went deep undercover. Not even they could tell us what the case is. I don't think Brian Bosworth would even be able to find out. Should we interview this Brian Bosworth person? No. But you can rent the 1991 classic biker cop movie, Stone Cold. I see. Gwen, please add that to my wish list. You want to take this call? I'm still interviewing. Oh, not anymore. I'm out of here. Ro, I'll be at the bodega getting some, uh, herbal supplements. For later. I'm very sorry, Officer Monroe. I had so much more to ask. It's okay. I just hope Pachki and Nebish are safe and causing danger and... Not in any. Well said. Come on. Hello. Is this Adam Faraday? It is. Who 
may I ask is calling? This is Robert Palmer. I produce the podcast and I know Potchkin Nebish like I know... The back of your hand. No, more like the mole under my left armpit. So, Gwen, my assistant, called and said I needed to talk to you. But right now, I'm not impressed. Look, one producer to another, here's the deal. I have no idea where they are, but they left me a message. Can I play it for you? A message? What is it? It's a verbal, written, or recorded communication sent to or left for a recipient who cannot be contacted directly. Oh, oh, a message. Yes, uh, what is this message? I'll uh, just play it. Quit it, Pachki. Leave the loofah alone. Leave it. Leave, don't you? Shoot. Sorry, everyone, I'm sure you're all concerned, but we're just trying to figure out our way through hell. Tinky. That's it. They're stuck in hell, apparently. Mr. Palmer, if that is your real name, you must be simply irresistible? It is, and dare I say I am. Why with you this now? Um, I tried to call you for weeks. In fact, I was trying to call you about something else entirely different. And what is that? The Pachki Christmas poem is inaccurate. What? They mention Will's pocket bread. And? I know, for a fact. William also used rolls and other dried baked goods to alleviate his heartburn. Well, Mr. Palmer, it seems this conversation is over, and you've offered little insight. Thank you for wasting my time, Gwen's time, interrupting my delightful interview with officers Slant and Monroe, as well as the street merchant selling Potchke's missing t-shirts. A total waste of time. Thanks for nothing. Isn't it time to hear a message from your sponsors? That's my line. Fuck you, Adam. You're a hack. Gwen, hang up. It's your phone. I'm still here, you asshat. Cut to commercial. Cut to commercial. Don't say it. Tonight's finale is sponsored by Goodbye Old Groceries Bonley HelloFresh. Hey Gwen, do you like to food shop? Of course, but I hate to find parking. And then there's the customer who doesn't know where the macaroni salad is at checkout. Well, don't you worry, because shopping on your feet or with smelly patrons is a thing of the past. With Goodbye Old. Just sign up for a yearly subscription of $500 a month, and presto, Goodbye Old will sell you all the old foods that the supermarket has to return because they oversold or had lack of interest. Is it bad or expired? Probably, but what a deal. I'm signing up right now. You won't be disappointed, since you've already decided to purchase questionable foods. Goodbye Old and hello to new me. All foods purchased through Goodbye Old are not subject to any oversight, expiration dates, and you also have your right to sue Unilever since you willingly purchased a subscription. What a product and or service! Put on your conductor's hats, we're about to ride the story train. Choo-choo as we go forward. Oh dear. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say I'm very sorry for that interaction. I didn't handle the conversation with that other producer well. It won't happen again. <clears throat> now. We've got a real treat for you on Faraday's Histories and Mysteries. We track down an old friend. Maybe one of Potchke's oldest friends. No, not Tom Tuttle from Tacoma. He's moved and we lost track of him, sadly. Here we are live at Schlotsky School at its lucrative lunchtime luncheonette. Get out the way, asshole. It's lunchtime. Oh, so sorry. She's working, so I need to keep it down and out of the way. Next! Oh, it's you. 
It is. We finally made it. Very good. I don't speak till you give me what I want. Full disclosure to my listeners, I'm handing over a signed David Sedaris picture that was purchased from eBay. We were the only bidders. Oh boy, my heart is like stuffed cabbage on Corpus Christi Day. Well, there you go. Okay, now. What do you want, huh? I have mashy mash and then need to go splashy splash. Splashy splash? I do aqua aerobics at local YMCA after my shift if you want to come by and check my form. Now please, go ahead. I have much dishes to serve. Uh, splashy splash? Fair enough. Okay, so as your memoir states... Uh, uh, ah, yes. My lunches are served in the afternoon, it claims. Potchki only had a few friends, and you were one of them. And you and Harvey Flatsky didn't get along. In fact, he called you his first nemesis in episode uh, five. What is this episode five you speak of? It's right after four and before six. Ah, I understand. Well... Harvey Flaksky was a pain in the dupa. He thought his governor didn't, as you say, stink. Woof! His shit did, in fact, stink. I know, because I was dating janitorial specialist Freddy, who's from a previous script we never recorded, so don't worry about him. He was school janitor, and still is at the time, and he had to clean up after Harvey many, many times. Even as a boy, he was a smelly crapper, but was also very smart. I would do business with him not after he did his business. <laughs> I joke. Folks, first-hand account of the secretive, questionable diuretic Harvey Flatsky was an arsehole, even as a middle school. Uh, some apple pies don't fall far from the tray. Well said. No, that apple pie fell off tray. Please. Be careful. And careful I was. <sighs> We've been investigating this for weeks, and we still don't seem any closer to Pochki Nebish's whereabouts. But one thing is becoming more clear. Someone out there knows something, and they're not telling us the truth. I finished soon, Mr. Adam. Want a jerky jerk? But was I already done with Kona Frokost, ancient school lunch lady? Creepy villain? Or is she just a European weirdo? We may never know. Here I was, in the hallowed halls that helped hostilities reach a fevered pitch. <sighs> Things were not looking good for us. All this story, but I had to press on. You there! With the ugly sports coat and the tie you found in the sock drawer! First, rude. Second, can I help you? Who are you to interrupt me while I'm recording? The only thing rude around here is your inability to put complete sentences together. What do you want, sir? The lady would like a word. What lady? All I see is an obese child and a male teacher picking his front trousers loose for all to gaze upon. The lady would like a word! What lady, and just who the hell are you? Do you work here or something? Are you on the staff? My name is... Edmund Barnaby 
Augustus Mungo Montgomery, personal valet to Lady Evelyn Envelope. No kidding. My daughter named her dog Pouch, but she wanted to say Pooch. Fascinating. Well, I guess you're not going to leave without seeing my lady. Shall I inform the lady you will see her now? See her? I don't even know her. Who are you? She is waiting for you in the gymatorium. What does she want with me? She has had dealings recently with Potchkey and Nebish, the subjects of your true crime podcast. Edmund, one Brit to another. You're a real twit. Sticks and stones. How did you find out about my 90s music group? This is where I leave you. I have to prepare. Oh, and for your convenience, I will have a rubbish fire awaiting your exit so you can burn your tire. <laughs> I must be going. So long, Mongo. Hey, Gwen, if you're hearing me, I am in the gymnasium interviewing a woman about a parcel or something. Uh, I, I hear you loud and clear, Adam. Uh, let me see here. Oh, I, I found it. You're beating Lady Envelope. Uh, she's recently been appointed CEO of the Ink Empire, formerly owned by Lord Billingsley. And according to her social media, she loves tie-dye shirts. Like, really loves them. I see. And totally useless information. Oh, and Gwen, in exactly 90 seconds, please inform me that I have a doctor's appointment and I must leave post-haste. Understood. Oh, thank you for joining me, Mr. Faraday. No problem. Your lackey made it clear I needed to see you. Yes, Edmund. He came with the house. I did! So, you wanted to see me? Let me first start off by saying I'm a huge fan. I find myself bored at these sporting events and often listen to your show to help me get through them. <laughs> a favourite of mine was your episode on costume jewellery. I never did understand why those jewellers had to wear costumes anyway. Those were Hasidic Jews. Well, they should have just taken a Tums or something. Well, I'm glad I can help. Now, what's this all about? Uh, Fabian! You're meant to pass the ball with your hands, not kick it! Your son? No, afraid not. It's Flotchke's son from his sixth marriage. Fabian Flotchke. Fabian Flotsky? Oh, you didn't know? Flotchke has many children. Fafinsk, Fangold, Famula, Fortuna, Faust, and Fabian. No, I wasn't aware. Five-time nominee was too generous of them. Agreed! It's like he's omnipresent, but not omniscient. Now, Adam, I called you here to clear a few things up. One, I did not have anything to do with those exploding ink cartridges. That was a flaw at Sabre. Two, as the new CEO, I plan on implementing tougher security measures. Oh, and the break room at the tower will no longer be known as the rump room. I didn't ask, nor care about any of this. Seems like you should just send this all in an inter-office email. I only want to know about your connection to Pochki and Nebish. Ladies and gentlemen, while your little delinquents are getting a 10-minute break, please look to the center of the court for today's entertainment. 
We give you Edmund and Barnaby and Augustus. Are you kidding me? This name must have got a big joke. Mungo Montgomery, everybody. Take it away, Mungo. This is about you? Oh, please. Now where were we? Oh, Potchke and Nebish were the reason I was able to ascend to the top. I had suspected Lord Billingsley of plotting my murder. And I was right. He was. How were you so sure? <laughs> I checked his internet history. He had searched for what I believed to be a group of assassins known as the Motivators. I had to be proactive, and I set a trap before he could off me. Potchke and Nebish were able to ascertain the evidence to put him away, along with that rump-shaking mistress. Wait, so Potchke actually helped you? Oh yes, very much. I was referred to him by Harvey Flotchke, but you never knew that. Indeed, I did. Parents are brother and sister! Stop running away! 
So then you know they've been missing for months. Indeed I have. Sad, really. Flotchkey asked me to mention the 900 number. May I? Sure. Hello, all you listeners tuning into this timely tale. If you know anything about the disappearances of Lester Potchkey and Ichabod Mortimer Nebish, please call 1900-555-5550. Let's bring them back. Alive? Eh, why not? This has been most useful. Hey, Adam, you have to see your doctor. You have porphyria. He says your stools are purple. <laughs> Excuse me, it's my producer in my ear. <clears throat> Gwen, you could have just said I had to see my doctor. You have purple pee, too. <laughs> Shut up, Gwen. Lady Envelope, thanks so much for this conversation. I think my Faradarians will have much to debate as we conclude this program. Mr. Faraday, I wish you every success in however this turns out. But for now, so long. Goodbye in Havashti. And good luck to you on your world domination of inks. Good day to you. Pass the fucking ball! It was time for me to go. A thought crossed my mind as I was leaving the gym. Both were related to my parts. One, why were they purple? And two, was Lady Envelope just spinning a tale, or was she telling me something useful? It seems Potchki and Nebish may not have had as many failures and haters as we once believed. Lady Envelope was pleased with the outcome, but was I? Oh, also see if Edmund performs karaoke. What? I was in the middle of my thing. Yeah, I I know, but we got a few more voicemails sent to us. Ah, excellent. Let's do that. Way ahead of you. Hi, friends. If you truly are friends, because we don't know each other much now, do we? Well, let me introduce myself. My name is Bubba, spelled just like how it sounds. B-U-B-B-A. Bubba. I am Potchkey's distant cousin. You may see the family resemblance in the brain pan. Well, my mother's sister, other sister's aunt, went to summer camp with his mama. Well, it really wasn't a summer camp exactly. It was more of a school with no roof in the middle of the forest. But they had a really nice lake and everybody used to go <laughs> skinny dipping. Anyway. I was watching the news at the local standard oil gas station on the picture tube thing and saw my dear cousin has gone missing. Well, I have an idea of how to find him. You get a stick in a box. If I remember correctly, Lester always loved macaroni and cheese with a side of pickled beets. Makes his pea red. He would eat so much cheese he would puke from his butthole, too. Anyway, that stick, box, and beets should do it. If you don't have that, don't worry, because you're good with just turnips. I mean, seriously, peeing red. Our matrioneses don't care about this nonsense. <sighs> Who's next? He only said his name was Bingo Collar. 
Bingo caller. Sounds made up. I think that's his job. Oh, okay. I just want to say how sad we are to hear about those two going missing. They were so helpful solving the cheating that had plagued our bingo parlor for years. We recently reopened and wanted to offer anyone who helps bring them home a chance to play one free game of bingo. Or, if you like it, call out the numbers. Wait, I didn't agree to that last part. Oh, stop it, Mr. Bingo Caller. It's the right thing to do. What do I do then? <laughs> Keep me company. Yowza! So wait. His name is actually Bingo Caller? How interesting. That the last caller brings up a good point. If these two were such good heroes to the community, who stands to gain the most from them gone? Sorry, boss. <laughs> what? We had one more caller. Oh, who is it? I think he used to be Pochki's boss. Fine. Okay, assholes. It's Ed Manager. You're gonna listen and listen good. Pochki is a fucking dick, private and otherwise. He secretly ate my lunch for months, maybe years. Who does that? Then he was always late to work. He was the furthest from a model employee. He frequently harassed the customers, ogled the cantaloupes, and one time, I think he even pissed in the men's clothing stall. This we guy's a freaking menace and needs to be put down. Inspection. I mean, who eats another man's lunch? The big guys didn't pay their managers much, so I took pride in my lunch, I mean, I mean job. Then this dumbass store dick kept eating and eating. Who wants to eat trail mix for lunch? I don't. It was already part of my dinner. Fuck that guy. Seriously, I hope he falls into the ocean or gets hit by a lunch truck. Oh, the goddamn irony. Anyway, I gotta go. My bus leaves in two minutes. Edition Need in hell! Oh, back off! I'm on the phone! Well, well, well. Now that's some juicy bits, and I don't mean the man's BLT sandwich. This disgruntled former boss sounds like the most promising lead. Gwen, where was this irate man going? I don't know. Buses don't work like Uber. I have no idea. Useless. If you can find him, then let's get him on the line. If not, uh, I don't know. Um, uh, uh, send him an $8 gift card from us to the lunch spot of his choice for his information. Understood. Well, my turbulent TV tuners, we're nearing the end of our season finale, and... Pochki and Nebish still remain missing. Maybe forever. Or they will wash up on shore like that former disgruntled boss hopes for. Time is running out. On them, this show, and my parking meter. So we've got to hurry. All signs point to a conspiracy of sorts that I just made up to make sure we reach our allotted time for this show. Next, we head to a dinner already in progress. But first, the famous Flotsky forgoes his fees for this fine filler of a commercial. Flotsky Milton Springwater, now with more iron, not responsible for digestive issues. And now, with less fecal matter. So while you're sitting on the shutter, have a Flotsky Milton Springwater and let it all flow through you like a mountain spring waterfall. Full links to our show, go to PlotchkeyAudioChronicles.com or wherever podcasts can be heard. We're back and ready to meet these men of mischief. Okay, listen up. My name is Sally. 
I'm the office manager for Flockkansan Enterprises. He's asked me to give you a small heads up before entering. Of course. They're finishing their meal in a moment. When it ends, you can enter. So you know all the ins and outs of Harvey's operation? Not only do I know the ins, but I mostly know the outs. I have several types of plungers on standby. See, he has a nervous colon and very loose with the wallet, if you get my meaning. I think so. I can hear the tea being poured. It's almost time. Uh, Sally? Yes? What do you think happened to Potchki and Nebish? Honestly, I don't know. I've never met them. Harvey will be better at answering that than me. I'm just in charge of training space missions to far off places to encounter dangerous creatures, helping architects build raccoon cities, redead the undead, and then undead the real life again when they don't cooperate. Also, maintaining the groin laser is always off a few degrees, and sometimes squeegeeing the trapdoors in Mr. Flockchki's office. Shit, no way, you didn't hear that last part. That's the cue. He's ready for you. Here we go, folks. Maybe we'll get some answers from the men who hate them the most. But first... Diapers! It's not just for baby people anymore. Shit Yourself is the fastest growing adult diaper in the world. In 2016, it was reported that more adult diapers were sold in Japan than baby diapers. That's a lot of dumplings being filled. <laughs> and in North America, the boomer population is only growing. So the makers at uh, Shit Yourself Diapers want to make your transition as pleasant as possible. Don't even ask Gwen about her diaper needs. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, I'm good. Although that one weekend in Palm Springs, my best friend sure could have used those. She nearly shot herself. Well, with Shit Yourself Adult Diapers, they have a wide assortment of fashionable colored diapers for all your needs. The Nightgown Edition, all black, very chic. The Party Edition, full of rainbows. And soon, we will have every NFL franchise on board for all your tailgating needs. Shit Yourself, now available at your local liqueur store or in the grocery department. Just yell out you shit yourself and someone will come running. We're back and walking right into the wolves' den. Oh yeah? Well, I bought the world's worst thesaurus earlier today. Not only was it terrible, but it was also terrible. <laughs> Very funny, sir. And quite on brand. <laughs> Shut up, Sacramento. If I wanted canned laughter, I'd still be a writer on Step by Step. I'll just be quiet for the remainder. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but Adam from that podcast is here. Oh, this guy. I heard all about you. Good things, I hope. You made my grandma cry. She never knew what was in McDonald's secret sauce. You bastard. The world needed to know. Thank you for joining us. Nice to see you again, Harvey. Ah, hello. Care for dumplings or Boba drink? They are quite popular right now. No thanks. Uh, maybe a cup of coffee. <laughs> Bite you the coffee! Hey, thank you. Ugh, what do you want? Well, fellas, 
As you know, it's been several weeks since Potchki and Nebish have been missing. The only thing those morons are missing are their wallets. <laughs> right, guys? Hiya. That, that is a terrible joke. Yes, very bad. Yeah, Tim, come on. Didn't you hear I was the sitcom writer around here? Sorry, guys, I was caught up in the moment. Even I know when to keep my mouth shut. Enough, Swanson! Look, all I want to know is why do you think they're gone? How would their disappearance benefit anyone? We still don't know who did it or why. But all roads lead back to you guys. Just because we're leaders of questionable secret of covert tight-lipped organizations doesn't mean we're the bad guys, right? I sponsor you a tennis table team. At Tim Couches and Chairs, we run a single mom's program. Only single women need apply with proper proof. And Flotsky Mountain Spring Water sponsors the Russian Olympic team. Sensei, you should add borscht and kasha to your menu. Please be quiet. You are suffocating annoying. Nice job, spam. Quick use of that Napster thing. You're out of the doghouse. Happy days. So, uh, we're running out of time. We've met with some of Pochki Nebish's satisfied clients, many angered by them, and a few employees just simply confused by the entire situation. And now you're here. Why? The only message we were able to make out was a brief cut-off voicemail from Nebish, saying, uh, where in hell? Hell? I hear the women are hot there. Javi, why is this man here? Hell, you say? Well, offhand, I can think of five cities with the letter H. Hellersdorf, Helmand, Hellong, Helsingburg, Helsinki. Don't forget, Havana, Cuba. Oh my god, I can't with this guy. Hey, be quiet, you dumpling dickhead. Oh, the couch king. Behave! Oh, oh, I've been good, sir. Shut up! Gents, 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 please. I didn't come here to start a turf war. I just want some answers. Sorry to disappoint your audience. We are lawish, abiding citizens. It's a shame what happened to Pochki and Nebish. Look, I get it. I hope for their speedy and safe return from hell. Please, have some salted licorice on your way out. I hear it's quite good. No thanks. So, uh, any last words for my listeners? Oh, 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 c can I go? Sure. Come to Tim Couches and Chairs for our annual chair race festivities. Now with food trucks, bouncy houses, and a fish station. Any last words that isn't an advertisement? Ah, it is only when a mosquito lands on your testicles that you realize there is always a way to solve problems without using virus. Well said, Sensei. And you, Flatsky? I've said enough. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate the time you allowed me. I hope to not revisit any of you in a future episode. It has been a pleasure. Good luck. Uh, we have a two-drink minimum here. Please pay at the counter on your way out. Honolulu, Hawaii? Don't worry, Tim. It's over. Hope you all tune in. I paid the two-drink minimum, but it didn't seem fair. I didn't know that when I entered. Signs were not clearly displayed. I should have seen that coming. <sighs> well, we've traveled across the tri-state area once again, trying to solve another history or mystery, and this one looks like we may not be able to solve it. If anyone still has any tips, the phone lines will remain open until Pochki and Nebish come home. 
I'd be remiss if I didn't mention how leaving an unsolved mystery open hurts. This one will haunt me till the season premiere of season 14, where we will tackle the likes of the Wookalas return. The red orbs over the red light district of many, many other occurrences on Faraday's histories and mysteries. Are you still recording? Yeah, yeah. I, I was, uh, I was doing my wrap-up thing. I finally thought of my last words. Oh yeah. Hand over the keys and equipment. Gwen, I'm watching you. Are you robbing us? Gwen, don't do it. These are rentals, and we're not insured since yesterday. What is this all about? <laughs> Since I launched the 1-900 number, I have raised $946 and rising. Now I'm only $680,000 short of my goal. It was all a ruse. I'm a villain. It should have been pretty obvious from the start. So where are Pachki and Nibish? Oh, don't you worry. They're enjoying their fair share of cabbage rolls. A bastard to the end. Hey, all you listeners. Tune in next season on the Pachki Audio Chronicles to find out what happens. Or don't. I mean, if you haven't listened to this season, you probably won't care what happens next season. <sighs> but if you did, come back real soon. That's my line. Uh, 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 Gwen, I'll need some of those diapers. Now. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, season one has come to a close, just like Pachki's bowel movements. Thank you all for listening. If you were wondering about season two, well, it's official, it's a go, and we can't wait to bring you more stories from Potchkeesburg and beyond. Thank you all again for listening. So long for now. Case 11, where are you, Potchke and Nevish? We'll find out one day. Potchke Audio Chronicles is produced by Potchke Podcast, written and directed by Robert A. Palmer and Eric and Horowitz, editor marble porter music by kevin mcleod check him out at incompetech.com bingo caller bubba brewski harvey kono frokost and lester Pochki are played by eric and harland nebish and millie are played by nathan faudry angry guard ed manager sensei-san and nihao are all played by benjamin m wong sam and officer slant are played by vani neal Lakshki is played by Carlos Ortega Jr. Agnes, Gwen, and Officer Monroe are played by Hannah Elliott. S. Hopper, Sean, and Edmund are played by Timothy Muller. Lady in Belope is played by Madeline Smith. Sally was played by Stephanie Watson. Computer Boys played by Rob's Computer. Mayor Carl Toffel played by Alec Palmer. First Lady Mrs. Toffel played by Bronya Palmer. Announcer, Disclaimer Guy, and Tim Couch are played by Rory Zacker. Rob Palmer, played by William Palmer. Adam Faraday was played by Marcus Canello. Special thanks to Steve Bloom and everybody at Bloombox Studios. Copyrights 2021 by Pochke Podcast. Check out all your favorite actors on our website at pochkeaudiochronicles.com. Be on the lookout for Pochke and all of his friends and enemies or frenemies next season coming in the fall. <laughs>